0: Good evening, Anchor knots. It is a fantastic Monday night to you. I hope you're doing well. If you're on the East Coast listening to this right now, you need to get some sleep. Tonight we're talking about it smashing the box office record for September. If you haven't seen it yet, apparently it's quite good and everyone on the planet has seen it but me. As well, fake tweets from Donald Trump. I want to get into sleep hacks for the question of the day. I need your sleep hacks. I'm up late. I'm full of caffeine. How do you do it? And last but not least, I want to finish off with how to do well in business and school with one simple tip. I'll see if it's the story. It's doing better at presentations. That's tonight's show. Without further ado, I know we're all over the map, but let's let's get into it. No real consistent theme or category tonight, which is great because it means something for everyone. Now, if you've been to the movie theater in September or October, maybe even November, you know what to expect. Horror movies and really dramatic blockbuster movies aiming for an Academy Award. Well, this fall is no different. Stephen King's It had its remake and it absolutely shmammered the box office record for September in the past, the record box office for an opening weekend, movie was $50 million. And I'm actually not sure what movie that was. Maybe you can tell me. But this weekend, it crushed. It was $117 million. Now that, that my friends, is a lot of nostalgia. That's a lot of people seeing it when they probably shouldn't have seen it when they were kids and saying, you know what, I'm older now. I'm going to go enjoy it. And to its credit, Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Fantastic reviews. The critics loved it. The fans loved it. Go check it out if you're a fan of scary, creepy clowns. If you're not, well, maybe don't. And did you hear that story about the guy who walked into an empty movie theater and there was someone sitting there dressed up as a creepy clown with a red balloon? That was it. Just no one else in there but this weird, creepy clown, which you can expect there would be no one else in there because that's so creepy. And that's what I love about our world is that we can do really funny stunts like that. Because I'm sure it's just like a a bored person who's like, I'm going to scare everyone. And now they're internet famous, even though people don't know who it is. But more stunts, more flash dances in the mall, more fun things, more interesting stories to tell. So if you've seen it, let me know. Is it good? Is it bad? Should I check it out? I really hate scary movies, so I probably won't. But I'm curious. I like kids, so maybe, maybe not. It's amazing to me the things that people will believe are true, even if there's like no context or real way that this actually happened. So I do a show called Justin and Greg, facebook.com slash Justin and Greg, shameless plug. We're kicking off season two live tomorrow night at about nine central time. Check it out or don't check it out. Either way, we were coming up with a content bit today about reading mean tweets. Now, if you've watched Jimmy Kimmel's Reading Mean Tweets, you've seen celebrities reading mean tweets that were sent to them by probably perfectly strangers. And we thought, you know what would be a nice spin on that is if celebrities read mean tweets to us, right? Saying that, hey, you're just as mean as, as those strangers are. And so we found this thing called Twitterino, which I'm sure you've heard about. And it's a website which can, in a very, very good way, uh, very, it looks real anyway, make fake tweets. So you can pick anyone's Twitter account and make them say, whatever you want and it's got the proper amount of retweets and likes and that sort of stuff and so we thought you know what why don't we have Donald J Trump the POTUS himself wish us good luck for the show and so we did that and we put it on our Facebook page and what I couldn't believe was that people believed it was real that Donald Trump would wish good luck to the Justin and Greg show this Facebook live show that takes place in the middle of Canada now stranger things have happened with Donald I understand that. If, if you don't know, there's that one story about he actually reached out to someone and said, like, hey, Dave. And Dave had, like, 900 followers, and no one knows the connection at all. We just think that he did it for fun on Twitter, which is hilarious if he meant to. But there's just no way that Donald's going to reach out to our show. And so we put it on our Facebook page, which was clearly fake. And most people have the common sense to say this is probably not real. And But there's a lot of people that, that thought it was real. And I just think, how do you guys get by in life? Is it just that you trust me way too much that you would, wouldn't think that I would lie to you? Or are you just really that gullible? Do you have people in your life that are that gullible? And is it hard enough to take advantage of them? Because that is way, way too much fun. If the president ever tweeted me, I'm not sure what I would do. I guess context is pretty important there, whether it was a positive or negative tweet. But hey, maybe one day. Very simply, the easiest way to stand out in business and in school is to crush your presentations. It's one of the reasons I'm on Anchor is to practice my speaking skills, but it's super easy for you just to stand out and do something a little bit different. Maybe take a risk, maybe put a joke in there. Feel free to try something different. Tonight I went to my umpteenth con- conference or session uh, with a bunch of different speakers and it's just so easy you sit back and watch seven or eight speakers go in a row and they're all kind of the same right some are pretty good some are really bad but no one really stands out or stands above the rest or leaves an impact on you and it's just it's just so easy just if you can summon the courage to do that and take a risk you really stand out and a good example from tonight is this guy named jeff jeff did a presentation about being creative and how everyone can do it and you know what he did during the presentation and these are 20 minute presentations he brought some up on stage taught them garage band they made a song he used that song To make a movie and the movie captured a painting that someone did live and just it was all kind of kind of random creative stuff thrown in all the proof of point that one you're creative and two you can execute and three it's not that hard and if you walked away from that conference tonight you're probably talking about Jeff's wild presentation love it or hate it he stood out and that's what my my tip is if you're doing a business presentation and I don't even care if it's all data. I don't care if it's spreadsheet after spreadsheet after spreadsheet. You can use in, inflection in your voice. and You can stand out and use tone and say highs and lows and whatever you want. It's that easy to stand out. Just pretend like you're talking to one of your best friends. Put some emotion into what you're talking about. Maybe try something different on your slides. And, and I guarantee you, I promise you. It'll, you'll go from, if you're in school, you go from C's to B pluses, maybe even A's. And if you're in business, you'll go from everyone being on their phone and tuning out to people having, or having their attention and then paying attention to you and asking questions when it's done. Sounds simple. I know. It's obviously more work than that. But all you need to do is muster the courage to being willing to put yourself out there, being willing to fail in front of everyone else. And I promise you, you will get better. And we will all be better for it. I made a bit of an error tonight and crushed a large black coffee at about 7 p.m. And now it's almost midnight this time and 2 a.m. Eastern time, and I can't go to sleep. To which I say, one, screw you, McDonald's, for your $1 any-size coffees. I should have had the medium. The guy talked me into a large. Mm, That's fine. But for you and you, the listener, what are some of your hacks to fall asleep? Do you listen to music? Do you listen to the spoken word? Do you have one of those weird eye mass or do you use melatonin like what's your thing to fall asleep that's my question of the day that's what i want your feedback on how do you fall asleep and what's your tried and true manner of doing this does someone actually listening to the show wake up and make warm milk and fall asleep that way i've heard that works i don't want to try because well that's a lot of milk i would think that you have to warm up to fall asleep but i just want something that's consistent that i know when i go To put my head on the pillow, I can fall asleep instantly and have a deep sleep. Because last night, doesn't matter what it was, I was up every hour thinking about something random. And that's stupid and it kills my sleep. And I just want to sleep deep for once. For once. Please help me out, Anchor Nation. That's tonight's show. We were all over the map tonight. A smorgasbord of good things and interesting things. If you're new to the station, we talk about things here. We talk about life, news, politics, Heck, whatever tends to be on our minds, that's what we chat about. Feel free to call into the station or comment. We'll get back to you. And I love, I love, I love putting you on the show because that's what really matters. Thank you for listening to my station. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here. And for that, I am incredibly thankful. Hope to see you tomorrow night. This is The Dipstick. My name is Greg. Signing off, Tutaloo.